0: 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3. Good luck, studio. Wow. Oh, oh, it's that time again. Uh, Paul Chandler's going to start this whole thing he does. It's called the Shadling Podcast. It's probably going to start in any
1: minute now. Anyway, I think you'll enjoy it. Okay, sit back and relax. All I wanted was a pie. And then I hatched out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over.
2: He's ready to record. It's the quiet ones you've got to watch, you know. Is it metaphorical? Is it is it deep? Is it deep? But a boy, he's got all that shy is bright.
0: me Governor. It's the Shy Life Podcast.
2: Excellent. 564-564-564
3: Bonjour et
1: bienvenue au podcast The Shy Life. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of The Shy Life podcast with me, Paul The Shy Yeti. How are you doing? I'm all right. So, what's this episode going to be about? Well, it sees the return of, uh, well, by now, one of our, our regular special guests, uh, Mr Warren, yes, Uncle Warren, from uh, the Cinematic Sausage podcast. Yes, well, the last time you heard him speak was when we recorded with Nick. Um, Warren, Nick and I discussing back in the day. But the time before that was when he came over and we talked a bit about TV and he met all the regulars. Well, he went down extremely well with at least two of them. Well, probably more than two of them. But uh, anyway, let's run that theme music and when we come back I'll explain a little more and then we'll get Warren in. Yeah um we are trying to we're trying to sort out a slight disagreement that's come about anyway but that's the music
3: darling it's the shy life podcast <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, but it's a positive thing The highlight the you won't find a cast of characters like this everywhere hello boys. I mean, I'll, I'll go anyway Hello,
0: campers. How are you? You quite like a big bang, don't you? Oh, it Go Shy Yeti. Oh, I hope he hasn't
3: found out my secret.
1: I think he has. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Oh, I can't
3: wait. I can't wait for it to begin.
1: It's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> I like that, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I am strangely drawn to Yeti Yaku John's ankles as well. <laughs> but has the Shy Life podcast, though, Dan? I don't think so. It's all gooey and easy. Yum, 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 yum. Has anyone seen my hot sausage?
2: <laughs>
1: so, listeners, what am I talking about? Well, let's say that when um, when Warren came to meet the regulars, he, he turned the heads of a number... ...of our team. I mean, he got on well with the Uncle John... ...and Cromarty was certainly enamoured. I'm not quite sure where they stand on this whole issue. It may turn out that, uh, that Warren has, has even more fans than he thinks. But the two members of the team... ...who are currently slightly at loggerheads... ...are Bettina Evans-Dupre and Tallulah Twinklehorn. Now, both of them took a big liking to Warren... But um, it seems in the weeks and months since uh, we recorded that they have both started fan clubs for our Uncle Warren. Yes. They're both claiming to be his biggest fan. Um, And, you know, they've been downloading all those episodes of the cinematic sausage. Um, And, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the thing is, one would have hoped that they would have perhaps started a fan club together, but no, they've started rival fan clubs. I mean, some of these fan clubs you hear about them for pop stars and stuff. You you often think, well, you know, this this fan club for take that. It's all run by like teenagers. Uh, uh, is there any likelihood that any of take that? Obviously not now. Obviously, I'm talking about back in the day. But is there much likelihood that any of take that are going to be interested? You know, interested in any of their their fans or their fan club, or who knows. But um, I guess I'm saying, well, if Tallulah or Bettina, I'm just wondering what the motivation is behind this rivalry. It's all very well, you know, Tallulah and Bettina starting a fan club that can be a nice thing. But Bettina's married to August, so it, it can be nothing more than a than a innocent crush, surely. And I mean, Tallulah's a free woman, but, uh, yeah. No, I don't think, I don't think that, um, I don't, I don't know. We need to find out. Uh, We need to find out what their motivation is. We need to find out, you know, we need to try and get them to, to, I think it also takes the pressure off Warren a bit if the two ladies form a fan club. Maybe there are other ladies that, um, join the fan club and, um, yeah, you know, it just becomes a fan club. It's nothing more. Um, oh dear. It, I, I, I need to kind of, I need to kind of get Warren's view on this. I mean, he might just be very, very flattered to have any fans, you know, any, any attention that helps, you know, uh, put the spotlight on the cinematic sausage. Um, yeah. Oh, anyway, we're very lucky that, um, well, I'm very lucky. I don't have to sort of talk to them um, by myself. Um, Warren is actually going to come and join me and we'll both go and speak to the ladies. And hopefully we can resolve this. Yeah, I, uh, I I just don't know. I don't know how many members each of the groups has. I don't know if it's literally just Tallulah by herself or Bettina by herself or whether... They've managed to both drum up extra fans. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. And uh, yeah. So um, th- th- there may be some park clips. There may be a bit of time for some TV talk. I'm not sure. But uh, anyway, let's play some music when we come back. Warren will join us. And uh, yeah, hopefully we can sort this whole business out. All right. Have a listen. Well, I'm so glad you could be here. How are you doing? Well, hello, Paul, and all the listeners at Shy Life. Oh, blimey, you're you, you're very smooth today. Are you, are you sure you've not been? Um, uh, is, is it the whole fan club business? Are you, are you, are you, um, are you, are you sort of uh, changing your image? It's smoother than the cashmere coat piece. Blimey. Well, you know, I think that. Uh, <laughs> it's no wonder you've got a fan club. If, if, you definitely look a bit different this time as well. You, 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 <coughs> Sorry about you look...
0: that. I had A slight echo caught in my throat. there it Does <coughs> happen? No, no, no. I, I look a bit different. It's because I've taken the bag off my head this morning.
1: Oh, that's what it is. Yes. I was thinking you've been watching Department S or Jason King video. Well, video, so. well, you must say I, I, I am a spit for Jason
0: King. Yes, he would spit at me. <laughs>
1: Uh, I haven't seen a kipper. I haven't seen a kipper tie for well. well I don't think I've ever seen a kipper tie. Took me ages to put it on. Kept thrashing around the damn thing. Yeah, it must have been the smell after a while. But anyway, but I guess it's smoked it's...
0: after a while oh, because oh, I'm Jason funny. King and he smokes like a train. I think it's a smoked kipper.
1: Okay, well you know, look, I really brought you here because I was I was telling you, uh, and you think or Jonathan has, has spoken to you, that yeah. um, you know your last visit uh, to our little world. Um, you definitely made a few fans, uh, to the point where they've they they have um, set up their own fan groups. But uh, yeah, um, but you know you've got Tallulah on one side. Um, she, she's a, a respectable member of the community. She uh, she runs a music school. She's not, you know. I've
0: seen the photos.
1: <laughs> when well, you've got Bedina Dupre, who who definitely isn't. She might be respectful now. I'm not sure she used to be. She used to hang out with Andy Warhol uh, and, and all sorts, and she's an. Hanging off Andy Warhol. No. Oh. She, 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 so she the was, line was a bit crackly there. She, she was part of she was part of his gang, um, but uh, that was a very long time ago. But she she's she, she's an actress. Um, but anyway, you know, you've got two avid fans, and unfortunately, uh, rather than sort of just join up into one group. You know, see, I I find this difficult. I'm very much, um, I'm not a fan club
0: person. I'm not a, I don't like to be in the club. Um, uh, I just, just, just want to be me. I say to my fans, leave me alone. I
1: want to be alone. (laughs) You're the pin-up of the moment. That's the thing. Oh God, Uh, I I hate
0: to think with the drawing pin sticking in. Well, you know,
1: I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to burst your bubble but these ladies aren't exactly you know they're not exactly young um you know i'm not not, exactly
0: (laughs) young dear boy dear (laughs) heart you're so you
1: are you are to them but uh, um they they uh, uh, i think what we need to do is we need to make them sort of join together i think one fan club is all you need and we don't need all this fighting there there was some sort of squabbling down the pub the other night and, and i think it ended up with uh Tina and Toluca in, in, in the Duck Pond. And, and which, which,
0: which bar did they do it in? Did they do it in the public or the saloon? I,
1: I think they did it in the Duck Pond outside they of it the They did it in the Duck Pond. They took, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it's it when fighting. they take each other up the Duck
0: Pond and they do <laughs> things like this.
1: They, 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 was, there was mud everywhere. It, it was oh, not becoming. Um, unfortunately, listeners, we don't have that. Eggs all river. over
0: the stage.
1: Yeah, we don't have a recreation of that, unfortunately. Oh, i for that. that. Uh, um, anyway um oh promity here. oh hello promity <laughs> hello hello Warren. It's so good to see you it's you're, it's marvelous to see you I, I i've missed missed your company you're you're causing quite a stir <laughs> well, uh, yes.
0: it's, it's not it's not any part of me that causes a stir they <laughs> just they're
1: strange ladies aren't they it's not it's not it's not his fault promity um uh, by the way you haven't joined um one of these gangs one of these groups uh, well <laughs> no i i have not decided i mean not to say that i'm not a a fan of yours warren but uh i i I don't know that they 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 both offer different perks for joining you see and i haven't yet worked out which which one i prefer Um, they don't have one of those private websites do they just for fans no 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 i think this is more like what paul has with patreon I think ah. they they offer they're, they're offering Warren merchandise, which oh, God, presumably, no. presumably is unofficial if it's not been sanctioned by yourself.
0: It <laughs> hasn't, no, it hasn't got my crest on it. I can assure no. you.
1: No, I think um, I think Patina is offering a a a a a, 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 nobbly, a nobbly mug for <laughs> uh, for. for, for for um, one a of the first leaky, nobbly mug I don't, I don't think it's leaky I hope it's not and uh, Tallulah has a uh, 2023 Warren calendar I'm not sure where she got the photos from but uh, they're quite um, something but uh, <laughs> uh, anyway
0: oh, the... Blimey, oh, yeah, I can
1: see one of them. They'll have your eye out. He's <laughs> just looking in the mirror now. Look, Cromarty, um, don't embarrass the poor guy. Uh, look, um, we're going to go over and see Talila and Patina and separately. Um, but before so. that, we, we need to talk about some TV. Um, just, to, just to relax him, Cromarty. So if you want to um, get to Uncle John, is he going to drive us over? I believe so. I'll go and make sure he's ready. Oh, Cromartie. Lord, he hasn't been at the water again, has he? no no he he he's got he's he he when he's on duty um you know when he's driving his taxi uh, he, he 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 keeps away from the water but uh, um
0: yet young john and his uber for two Yes.
1: Yeah. that sounds very um, rude <laughs> um i i've been noting down the years we've discussed yep. so um I, i'm i'm going to suggest 3 this time and in, in future <laughs> I'll, I'll so i don't think we've done anything from the 1960s so I I've decided we will start with 1966 and see see what happened in 1966. Um, I wasn't born. No, <laughs> was I? No, nor was I. Um, but you know, we do know a lot about older TV, so it, it barely matters. But uh, looking at it, I don't know there were that many events in 1966. But we've got a busy, well, busy show ahead of us, so mm, the, it let's start from the much. big ones. Shall we let's start with a
0: few American ones? Shall we? Should we start with Batman? Oh yes, yeah. Uh, and this is the this is the Cape Crusaders Bert Ward and the other mm. bloke. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm Very good at remembering yeah. that. Um, oh, thingy, thingy. Thingy. Yeah. You know the yes. um the very Adam insightful. West. Adam, Adam West, West, that's it. Yeah. Yes. Love Adam West. He's yeah. a man that um oh the late Adam West bless his heart. Mm. He's a man who could almost certainly take the mickey out of himself. He is very do you think this Batman's a bit of a parody, or do you think it's um, just another interpretation?
1: It's a slight, slightly a parody, but it's also a thing in itself. Um, if you choose it, it to be, um, yeah. I mean, it, it's sort of, sort of what I think of Batman as being, even now.
0: No, no a... that's 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 the way I think it should be because mm. it's a real comic book and that was the yes. thing wasn't it mm. and you've got oh, amazing performances Cesar Romero mm. Mm. as the Joker yeah. it's just amazing it's
1: just that and that laugh he has mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, from, from the looks of it um, it looks like we possibly got Batman almost the sort of the same time as it was um, it's listed on um, ITV as as being shown sort of pretty much, which would have been weird because the fact that it's in colour really helps it,
0: doesn't it? It really mm-hmm. helps that comic book image. But if you're watching it in black and white, black and white, written, white yeah. it's really not going to have uh, the thing where they have the fights with the pow and the zap mm-hmm. and what. It's really going to look very bland, mm-hmm. isn't it? Going to say, when did you first sort of see Batman? I can remember um, as a as a child seeing Batman in the 70s. Yeah,
1: I. I and uh, uh, that uh, title sequence I found quite scary uh, with all the sort of villains running past and I'm not sure sometimes I, I don't know how young I was but I do remember it and I do remember it when I was kind of i enough going to have to be scared um, and, and I don't know that I sometimes got to the because I think if I had got to the actual episodes um, I would have been less scared because they weren't yeah. necessarily scary but that title sequence was quite scary <laughs>
0: I love the Batmobile. The Batmobile was great. It's Mm. fantastic. Huge, great, typical, huge, great American car with fins Mm. and that, like, cockpit um, Mm. driving position. But I found that an absolutely amazing car because it was just huge. And I had the Corgi Dinky toy, Mm. which used to fire things out the tubes at the back, and you press Mm. a button, and this giant, like, buzzsaw came out the front of the bonnet and you could uh, sort of wheel it up and let it go Mm. Ah, that's great that was, I love the the Batmobile
1: I wonder, in in considering that um, the Avengers went into into colour on ITV in, in that sort of was it 67? Was it, was it yeah, coming in sixty-six, sixty-seven, was, or sixty-six,
0: sixty-seven, sixty-eight. 67 68? It went 66 into film, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, I think, uh, and then it was in colour. And then 67. it was colour, yeah. yeah. But I think yeah. that was
1: main for export as
0: well, wasn't mm-hmm. it? It went into colour. So, but it, it,
1: this list I'm looking at, I get the feeling that Batman might have been broadcast in colour if you had it, but um, but because the monkeys on BBC One. Uh, it said it was broadcast in black and white, so mm. um, so I, I don't know whether they used Batman as one as an as as a sort of one of their colour shows that they could because presumably they broadcast the colour Avengers in colour you, again only if, whether you saw it in colour is a different matter.
0: But. Yeah, I mean, um, and with things like um, uh, BBC, they didn't start broadcasting until '68 with the advent of. Um, uh, um, in July, of the advent of uh, Wimbledon, wasn't it? Mm. That was the first program to really come out in colour um, on
1: BBC Two, of all places. Mm. We can come back to some of the other shows that debuted that year, but we should have a look at the sort of some of the notable moments. Um, now, on the third of January, nineteen sixty-six, Camberwick Green is the first television program on BBC One to be shot in colour um and and um for those who don't know Camberwick Green was a show made for for kids, but a very um sort it had, of stop- had a bit of a cult following yeah didn't it? yeah and it's sort of a, a thing i think a thing of beauty to to watch oh, now, so. it
0: is an absolute thing of beauty um it's sort of a forerunner to urban animations isn't it really mm. to a certain mm-hmm. extent. Um, although the models weren't made of... They weren't made of plasticine. Were they? No. they were just manipulated, yeah. but it was stop-motion filming again. But it was so gentle mm. and mm. so wonderful. It's like if you've had a really bad day, mm. you put the Campbell Wick Green
1: on it and things just, like, flow away. Mm-hmm. Um, other things that uh, I'll probably avoid this... Talk About sport, we'll avoid that. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, don't uh, ask me about sport no.
1: in March 66. They announced that they would be that they would begin broadcasting TV programs in color from 1967. So, um, I'm, I'm not okay. sure, I'm not, sh- yeah, not sure f- from the sounds of it whether that was achieved quite. If, uh, if you were saying it was, um, <laughs> maybe we'll see when we talk about those issues. Um, um ITV launched the TV program How. Uh, which was then, uh, which was. Hold on a moment. I'll do it properly. How? <laughs> and, and for those who don't know, that was a sort of what was an education, educational children's program, um, hosted by Jack Hargreaves and Fred Dinage. I don't think I knew it went back Exotic. quite to '56. Um,
0: no, I am. Um, i surprised it goes back as far as then. But yeah, that, that went on for quite a while. I remember watching it in the colour years. And no. it, it's a very simple, rudimentary program. Showing children mm. how things work, mm. in, in a sort of comedic, um, in a comedic way, aren't they? But mm. still, as an educational program, it was really good. I
1: was never that good with educational programs. I, I have, I have a love hate relationship with Blue Peter. I think probably like to if it was talking about Doctor Who or talking about, or maybe some of the, st- like climbing up, Nelson's Column or something. Um, or, or, they were or very the good at going
0: or, up high high erections yeah. or going yeah. down deep, down low. But the thing with Blue Peter, it could be very snobby, couldn't it? Mm. It, it did get, become very snobby. Did you prefer things like um, the ITV, which was Magpie?
1: I don't really remember seeing Magpie. I, I wonder if it... Because that didn't last as long as... I mean, Blue Peter still exists in some format, even to, to today, but... Yeah. I didn't did magpie even get into the 80s i can't remember it, i'm not it, sure uh, it did no um so I, it, I wonder if i much ever saw it that much
0: but so uh. that was sort of a re that was a sort of a more magazine program for kids mm-hmm. wasn't it mm-hmm. but um it uh, I it was just replaced by a gaggle of programs after that and then we had mm-hmm. um citv came in didn't it and um mm-hmm. they had um drama rama and things like mm-hmm. that in the
1: mm-hmm. 80s didn't they yeah, I think um, I think since then, I probably find the researching his, the historical researching about um, Blue Peter probably more interesting now than I might have done at the time. I kind kind of I, I think I it's probably just my strange mind. I think I kind of find it quite in the same way as Doctor Who companions. Kind of you know one comes, one leaves, but then they cross over for a while. In the same thing with the Blue Peter presenters, you you, you get. Um, you know peter purvis and and um uh, and john noakes and valerie singleton but then she leaves and you get um uh leslie judge for a while and then she, then one of the men leaves and then she crosses over with and, it, and and that sort of thing fascinates me but um well you can always I,
0: tell somebody sort of age can't you because um they are you ask them when they're um who they're who their uh, blue peter mm. presenters are mm. and you can sort of sort of judge their age can't you
1: yeah, I sort of do remember Leslie Liz- Judd, but probably more as she crossed over with people like Simon Groom and Sarah Green, and so I sort of probably come in on the perhaps the, the late seventies into the eighties. But
0: we did have a programme that went on for quite a while in nineteen sixty-six, which I didn't realise started in six nineteen sixty-six. Mm-hmm. In, in Europe, it's known as Je sans frontières. Ah. And effect. over here it was it's a knockout.
1: Yeah. How do we
0: explain that? It's basically yeah, it's, it's 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 a lot of regional areas that sort of compete in what I would say are um weird and wonderful assault courses that have been thought out. Real Heath Robinson sort of thrown together assault mm-hmm. courses, very, very basic assault courses and sometimes they have to dress up and outrageous costumes to do things. It's very big and it's very colourful. But, yeah, it it was a very sort of light-hearted and friendly um, Mm. inter-rivalry, if you like, with areas around the country. And that that was good fun. And I remember watching that a lot as a kid because the presenters, whatever their history, we find out now, we we won't Mm. mention that, but um, they were... Their laughter was infectious, um, and the puns were funny, and everybody seemed to be having fun and enjoying themselves on that show.
1: That went—that definitely went into the 80s, because one of the most notorious or famous episodes was the one with the whole family oh, involved yes. for charity. Yeah, yeah um, the last
0: one was 88, so I'm presuming that's the one. That's right, it had
1: Fergie, didn't it? Yeah. She got a little bit overexcited. Yeah, I'm not sure whether that was the last one or whether that was... Towards certainly, towards it was towards the end. But yeah, yeah. Um, but um, there are a few other facts here. We have not a programme ever watched, but the Money Programme debuted in um, on BBC Two, and that continued Mm. to air until twenty ten. That was
0: well. That was what uh, Valerie Singleton did next after Blue Mm. Peter. Mm. She went on to the Money Programme on BBC
1: Two on a Sunday evening. Mm. Um. In April '66, the opening of Parliament was televised for the first time. Um, and going back to Batman... So how do we know
0: it actually took place before then, if they uh, didn't show it on the telly? They could have said... Yeah. Half a dozen people could have turned up and said, well, we've done it, nobody will know, we'll probably. do it on the radio, put a few sound effects in,
1: nobody will know, the rest of us can all go down the pub. <laughs> I think that's probably what actually happened. Um, <laughs> Going back to Batman, I think um, apparently it, it uh, i think it was sort of shown regionally and some regions started taking it on and then then uh, it took a while for the whole country to, to pick it up. But um, it, it, uh, it apparently used to... Because each story is sort of two parts and apparently it would be shown on Saturday and Sunday evenings. So I think probably if they were doing that now, they'd probably, like they do with Coronation Street, they'd probably show the first part then shows up the others in between and then you get the second part about an hour later or something um, mm-hmm. but uh, um, uh, May May 66 Julie Goodyear makes her Coronation Street debut as Bette Lynch but she didn't become a regular character until 1970 um, I was going to say because I've only ever seen her in colour, so yeah, it probably so, doesn't yeah. exist.
0: Or oh, well, somebody will probably tell us different, but I can't remember seeing her in B&W. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot
1: of a lot of I think virtually everything of Connick's is, is whether it, it's you know you have to tr- you have to really trace chase it down.
0: Well, that's that's the, that's the unfortunate thing with the sort of the '60s, isn't it? The '50s and the '60s, everything. Anything before the '50s and '60s, you can forget. it just doesn't exist. But um, yeah, fifties and sixties patches. Mm -hmm. Some
1: of these shows exist in almost in full or in full, but it's just a matter of you know it's so popular, it's difficult to you know you might do best of sets, but actually you know something something like Sons and Daughters where they know okay, so there's five hundred, there's um, how many nine hundred something episodes Mm -hmm. that will fit on so many box sets. We can do that because that's only four or five years, but (laughs) something like (laughs) Coronation Street, do you actually? Start doing as much as you can, or it's probably just too much work, too much clearances and that sort of thing. I'm not
0: a soap person, to tell you the truth. I I was sort of I'm I'm happy as I grew up. Sort of if it was on in the background, you'd sort of watch a bit of it. But as a child, you sort of never got any interested. And I only sort of for soaps, I only sort of tuned in for the exciting things, like um, um, the people getting killed off in Coronation. Some of the characters getting killed off in Coronation Street. The plane crash in Emmerdale Farm. Um, I didn't really sort of watch things. Um, the best Christmas Walfords never had, which appears to be every Christmas. Um, <laughs> I never really tuned in for. Uh, I wasn't an avid soap fan. I couldn't. I just couldn't um, bring myself to find the time to come and sit in front of the box uh, at that time of day. Usually, because I was doing my homework.
1: Yeah, nor no were we in this family until. Neighbors came along, and, uh, and and my mum was the first. The first um, uh, view of that. Um, I probably only watched because all the kids were watching it at school. But.
0: I was going to say because neighbors was at one o'clock, wasn't it? Mm. And then it was in the
1: evening, just before the news. Yeah, when you were sort of hanging your tea and you came home from school. So, yeah. Um, June sixty six, we have the sitcom Till Death is Do Part um, began its first series. Um, yeah. I Are mean, you an alf garnet fan? do you like alf garnet um i've I've probably seen very few episodes, so i I kind of undecided i know he's one of those interesting characters where stupid people th- think that he didn't yeah, realize he that he's he... a parody on, on, yeah um and um is he is Garnet the same as is he Archie Bunker or something in the states? Is that the same character basically? Uh, oh no, is he it bunker. I've heard of Alf, uh, Archie Bunker.
0: Um, I'm not too sure. Not too sure. I can remember my great uncle mm. thinking, um, uh, um, no, my great uncle saying that Afghanistan's right there, and I'm thinking, mm.
1: even as a child, going. No, he's not. He's an offensive lout. <laughs> well, it's, it's like the same problem with Ali, Ali G in the 90s. Kids thinking that he was cool, but he was never meant to be cool. He was meant to be ridiculous. And I think, yeah. I don't know if that was partly the stupidity of kids or that it wasn't quite made clear enough. Um, and the only time I remember it definitely being made clear enough was that I think that he did a, a an Ali G movie. And in that, it was a lot more that this, this character is. It's ridiculous, you yeah. know, sort of riding a kid's BMX or something or something. And it was kind of and it was kind of yeah, it was a lot more clear in the movie that he wasn't to be idolized, but uh, Yeah, he was a buffoon. Um but with his Julie. Yeah. Um then we have by the summer of sixty six we have Patrick McGowan quits the popular spy series Danger Man after filming only two episodes of the fourth series in order to Oh in colour,
0: yeah. that was the only ones mm-hmm. in colour, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, as opposed to Danger Mouse, because Danger yes. Man lived in a nice flat in London and Danger Mouse lived in a pillar box <laughs> in Baker Street, it... where, in fact, the, the pillar box that he's supposed to live in does have a small little blue plaque. Have you seen the photograph of that? No, I don't <laughs> think so. But that's... Somebody's made um, a blue plaque, a really tiny blue plaque, and put it on the bottom of the double pillar box mm. by the tube station, and it says, Danger Mouse probably lived here. Mm. Oh. I thought that's quite sweet. Yeah. Um no. I had to get on my hands and knees for that. That nearly, oh, of course, had an accident.
1: Uh, I was, two things that this brings up is, is that, obviously, he quit Danger Man so he could start producing The Prisoner, which began filming in the September. But um, wouldn't you have thought if you just sort of quit in a TV show that nobody would, or you'd, and you'd pissed off a few people, that they'd then turn around and say, oh, yeah, have another show, do what you like? Um, do you think that they would well, have expected a... him to have finished doing danger man before he started something new but uh. i think he got very
0: well he, he wielded a lot of power mm. because he he was in with uh, lord grade who mm. ran itc and also he was probably i think he was probably with the the highest paid actor mm. in britain at the time yeah and um his show danger man was just so popular in the export market as well mm. And I think it was a case of, well, I've I've taken this as far as it can go. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I'm not going to take it any further. I don't want to take it any further because then I'll just be sliding downhill. And um, I think he got involved a lot with the productions Mm -hmm. towards the end and that did sort of annoy people. So he suddenly thought, well, do you know what? I want total freedom Mm -hmm. in what I want to create. Mm -hmm. And went to Lou Grade and said, look, I want to make this series, um, he's going to be a bit of an anti-hero, and um, he's never going to escape, mm. and Lou Grade went, as it's you, safe pair of hands, <laughs> there's the money, go and make it, and that is literally what happened with him, because he was seen
1: as such a safe pair of hands. As I mentioned here, I don't know if you've heard this series, it says early october 66 the four-part serial talking to a stranger acclaimed as one of the finest british television dramas of the 1960s began transmission in the theater 65 strand on bbc2 i'm not aware that they've even heard of that have you heard of that
0: never talk to a stranger oh. their sweets are really deep in their pockets oh. um no i've never I, i've heard the title
1: never seen it it says it does say it, it survives uh, and, and and has been rebroadcast and released on home media. So that's um, yeah. it's that's uh, it's got who's it got in it? It's Hopkins, and, and I'm trying to see where the original. It's not saying I'm trying to see if that it means that Anthony Hopkins was in it. But I can't see the I can't see the first reference to. I don't know who Hopkins was. Oh, here we are. It lets oh, it's Hopkins written by it's written by by John Hopkins.
0: John Hopkins, uh, who who of course wrote for Z Cars. Uh, uh-huh. And did a lot of kitchen sink dramas.
1: Um, um, Judy Dench is in it as a a major early role. Um, Morris Denham, Marjorie Mason, Michael Bryant. um,
0: Is that Michael E. Bryant? Or just Michael Bryant? Just as Michael Bryant. I always give the It's Michael Dennis Bryant,
1: so no, 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 probably a different
0: one. I know Michael Dennis. Michael (laughs) Dennis used to be um, the Croft original butler. (laughs) Um, and he also used to be in a 1960s um, crime show as a um, barrister. It was remade by in Canada and twice
1: in Belgium as well. Um,
0: Which shows it's quite good, because those are the things. Usually the
1: only things that travel yeah. are sort of um, quiz shows, aren't they, that travel internationally very well. Also in October 66, the Thunderbirds are back for a second series, Ooh. but it only has six episodes, and... Um, The original voice of Virgil, Tracy, David Holliday is now replaced by Jeremy Wilkin. Um, I don't really know enough about Thunderbirds to know what the difference between season one and two is. but Presumably season one is a lot longer.
0: Well, there was that, um, yeah, because Virgil was nearly booted out because, let's be fair, folks, (laughs) Virgil had a problem, didn't he? We don't discuss what it is. Uh But um, it it was sort of leaking out onto set, quite literally. (laughs) Dear. And um, I, there were talk of just getting rid of him for the second season. And things got so bad in season two that they only made six
1: episodes uh, because of his behaviour. Yeah, uh, got his strings all tottered up. Um, now, late October, 29th of October, is William Hartnell's last regular appearance as Doctor Who, or was that Doctor? I
0: remember Doctor Who. I've not mentioned it, but
1: yeah, yeah, I think I know which one you mean. Um, yeah. and then the 5th of november patrick Troughton takes over as this this doctor who character whoever he be never heard of it never heard of it it'll never catch on no um and the same same month cathy come home the the possibly the best known play ever to be broadcast on british tv is presented
0: yeah that was about um the the, the housing crisis wasn't it mm. and um who's the boy with the knack um for the doctor who fans I, films uh,
1: uh, um, him Peter Cushing
0: no um. <laughs> no not Peter Cushing oh, no not Ray, Brooks. Ray Brooks Ray Brooks the boy with the knackers uh, that's the one <laughs> um, he um, he was her partner in that know. wasn't he mm. and I remember the closing sequence is is very emotional where social services because they've got nowhere to live and they've been evicted so they just can't he can't get work and they mm. And the, the, they literally, the evictors kick in the door when they're barricading it to keep them out, mm. and they go to live on the railway station concourse. It's the only way to stay that is warm and lit, and social services come along and take the children, and it was it it was a very much a damning indictment of the social services and of housing in the 1960s because we're still suffering. From the fact that there's no housing after the second world war Mm. Uh, and a lot of families are either living in families homes it's a bit like now really Mm. living in families homes still or they were living uh, they were just dossing down wherever they could and some of these people like their family they weren't married although they had a child and that was still frowned upon then Mm.
1: Uh, but how how life changes other other sort of well-known names i don't know how well they were well known then. Um, we've got Geoffrey Palmer plays a property agent, Barry Jackson as rent collector, Ron Pember as He's rent boy. Yeah, Did you no, say? Rent collector. <laughs> uh, Ron Pember, Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones, um, Leonard Pierce as the ratepayer, uh, Tim Brooke Taylor as a wedding guest. I don't know, uh, <laughs> I don't know uh, um, how obvious these Leonard Pierce, isn't he from Only Fools and Horses, isn't he?
0: He is, uh, yes.
1: Right, so. Um, he was granddad, wasn't yeah. he? So Thunderbirds finishes in December '66, and then there's a, a famous version of Alice in Wonderland directed by Jonathan Miller uh, right oh, at the I've end of the Oh, I've got that. Yes,
0: yeah. uh, that's uh, quite a bizarre thing to watch. I'm not sure. Quite interesting. I'm
1: not quite sure if I've seen that one. Not, I've seen, that's got Peter Cook in, hasn't um, it? I've seen a few, a few versions of, um, of Alice in Wonderland, but not sure if I have seen that one.
0: Have you ever seen the um, Barry Letts one?
1: I think possibly, um, which is, isn't um, Sarah Sutton in a version? Well, yes, that's, that's the, the one. one yeah. I probably have seen Never seen that yeah. one. Never seen that one. I'd like to see that one. Um, before we before we head on to uh, some of the other things we need to do in this episode, um, other shows that started in 66 include Softly Softly, The Detective Programme, um, detective program did you go Yeah, you, know, did you go it's, program you know more about Softly Softly than I do I imagine
0: Softly Softly This, yes this moved to um, basically the West Country and um, the two main characters from Z Cars Barlow and Watt mm. take charge of the crime task force down the regional crime squad down in Wyvern mm. which is actually Bristol mm. and there's a lot of Characters speaking with cod accents, which doesn't help it a bit. Hello my lover. Doesn't. Hello my lover. oh my darling, how you be, all right? <laughs> oh my lover, yeah, I've <laughs> thing. But whenever I, can... I go to my canteen at work, we've all got <laughs> West Country
1: accents. Oh my lover,
0: how are we doing? very good, Barney. <laughs>
1: hmm. Um we've also got the frost report, we've got uh, all Gas and Gators, we've got. Um, Sorry about that. A <laughs> was a curry I had last night. And a, a, Adam, Adamant. Um, yes. Adam Adamant. Yes. Adamant. This
0: is the reward for Doctor Who, for um, Verity Amber, wasn't it? Yes. Making that a success, she got a, another series. Yeah. Um, did Adam Adamant go
1: for one series? Did it, was, oh, it was two? two it series. was two, I think. Two series. Is season one that exists more than two, something oh. like that. Um, yeah. One of the seasons exists more than the other, which is. Um, it's a really good it's a really good series actually. Yeah. I, I still wonder uh I kind of wish it had been made on ITV though. I would like to see it being a, a show that would compete with the Avengers on film but uh, um but yeah it would have worked really good on film. Yeah. Really would have worked good on film. Um Dusty Springfield's got her own BBC show um around this time as well. So Is it just called Dusty, it's called isn't, Dusty? isn't it? Dusty yeah. Um, it's a cleaning show, then, obviously. Yes. yes. Uh, it, um Yeah. She, she had two two seasons of six episodes, and and she had special guests on it, like uh, Peter Cook or Woody Allen, um, Mel Torme, um, Tom Jones, and then then she had another show called It Must Be Dusty in nineteen sixty eight. Uh,
0: it must be Dusty in nineteen sixty eight.
1: I expect it probably was it then. Um, yeah, she had. TV shows sort of right into the seventies, really. Um, yeah, she's always been a popular young, y- lung yes. young lass. Young um, lass. Now this is weird. Uh, very briefly, just finishing on this. Um, there was a show with Dusty Springfield called Decidedly Dusty in in nineteen sixty nine. showing only out for one series, but um, and in it she has she has special guests like quite you know some from music and some from comedy um spike milligan was a guest uh one oh, show oh, danny yeah. larue uh the bgs um uh but the weird thing is it says it was introduced by valentine dahl who if you don't know who that is he was known for the, the radio and the Black Guardian in Doctor Who and loads oh. of other things, but he he was kind of a menacing... The uh, voice in black. Yeah, he's sort of a, a, a menacing person. The presence. man in black. Yeah. Not the voice. The yeah. voice can't be in black. <laughs> a <man> in black. <laughs> but but he had a menacing reputation. I oh, I imagine Dusty doing a sort of doing, doing a sort of song with with a big beehive and then um, on a head that is not a real beehive, a haircut and um, a bad time guard stinging culture. oh. No. Dusty, your guest star is Spike Milligan. Yeah. <laughs> Waking or sleeping, Dusty, I'll be watching you. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. How strange! Um, but uh,
1: <laughs> I guess as, 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 as if this rotting corpse was in here. Yeah, um, but oh, anyway, look, um, listeners, we need to get um, get going. We need to head over to. Um, to, to Tallulah's house so we'll, we'll play a little bit of music and uh, when we come back um, we'll be with Tallulah and uh, it'll, it'll all be fine honestly, it will we'll be talking more about TV as well later too So here we are. I've got us to, to Lula's house. Uh, How, thank you very much, Etienne. Is, here's a little something, oh, and here's a £10 note. Oh, thank you. That's not as little as you. <laughs> I beg to differ. Anyway, it's perfect. Um, right, uh, yeah, well, I'll stay out in the car. I've, I've heard that uh, I've, 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 I, need, I need a bit of shut-eye before uh, I drive you on again. Uh, I usually uh, usually I, would, uh, I, w- I would come in for some cake, but I'd, I don't know if there's going to be any cake today, so... Uh, anyway uh, well um, i hope you cope with seeing your your, your your number one or or joint number one fan i don't know <laughs>
0: <laughs> um if you hear me crying for help for goodness sake kick the door in. yes i will don't
1: worry i'll i'll, I'll have your um, if I'll you ha- can't get in the front kick the back door yes you. I'll, have, I'll have your i will I'll, I'll i'll be thinking of you all right come on come on um stop talking at your uncle john come on Warren. it's fine oh here's Martin
2: I'm not Martin Holmes I'm sniffing Martin to do, this, to do son uh, hello hello not Martin Holmes uh, hello yes I'm not Martin Holmes I'm sniffing Martin because I like sniffing um, uh, anyway very glad that you could be here um, do you like sniffing anything in particular oh, uh, or is it everything just... really uh, smells are very interesting ah. I collect them but anyway um, mum is uh, she, she's she, she's very excited about seeing you again um, and uh, yeah so so uh,
0: uh, I bought her a posset, so I'm hoping it'll calm her yes, down. Yes,
2: well, I hope so. Um, now, she, she's beginning to. Uh, let me, I need to explain, but um, her, her. I know this whole business with the rival fan groups is causing problems, and, I, and, and I'm, I'm doing my best. At the moment, I'm, I think I'm the only other member of the fan group, of her, her fan group of you. Um, and, and not that I'm not a fan, I, I'm a big fan, but obviously, she kind of made me uh, join the club as well. So uh, I still like your autograph so um
0: <coughs> well, What part of me would you like uh-huh. me to sign?
2: What part of you, sorry,
0: well, would you like me to sign?
2: Uh, uh maybe 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 my elbow. Yeah. Hold yeah. right
0: on, let me get me a scribbly oh, yeah. thing out. Hold on. Oh, thank
2: you. Uh, right. She'll be there safe. you
0: go. And where do you want me and I'll sign your oh, yes, there.
2: Thank you. <laughs> right. Um we, 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 we better we better get in.
1: Do you oh dear. Oh dear. I, I might just sort of know wait on the doorstep just in case you need to make a please do I'm, we might need yeah. rescuing i'm wondering whether i should
0: tie a rope around my waist and put a plank of wood across my ass so i don't fall yeah, in and,
1: and yet i John drunk and like go go go, go. And, and then and the car will shoot off a... maybe you'll be water skis sort of like uh, i don't know i'm <laughs> um, not sure how water skiing on, it's on roller water skates. skates would be better because I, I don't think water skiing on gravel is going to be very good but
0: Oh, that could be interesting. I'll have gravel burn in places I wouldn't want gravel burn.
3: Oh, my darling, he's here. Hello, come in. Oh, oh my lovely one, how are you? Come in.
0: I'm fine, thank you very much. It's great oh, to see you. You're looking absolutely oh, wonderful. You're, In fact, you're glowing. You. I don't know oh, if it's because you've been stood with your face I in the have fire, but um, Hello, you are glowing. I've been
3: looking at photos of you, and it's made me all hot. Oh, well, um, I...
0: Well, mildly attractive, I wouldn't say.
3: Oh, oh stop it now! No, um, you, uh, we, we the, 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 Mr. The Mr. Warren Fan Club, um, um of, of the United Kingdom. Yeah.
0: Now we need to talk about the Mr. Warren yes. Fan Club. We really oh, do. Oh
3: yes. About it. Um, uh, I, you know, um, I, 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 am very, uh, uh, I'm very proud of this fan club. We, 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 we are we, obviously we're just starting out early, early days, but. Um, Yes.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how to put
3: this. Oh, put it wherever you like, my dear.
0: Oh, i put it oh, on the oh, table. Oh, oh my go.
3: goodness. It's bigger than I remember. Than I not that bring tears <laughs> to your ears?
0: Um, listen, we need to talk about this rivalry because I don't like causing rivalry between people. That's not fair. Um, and... Uh, And there's a little bit of rivalry going on, isn't there?
3: Oh, just a little bit, but it's all Bettina. uh, Because, you see, Bettina thinks that because she's a big film star, that she should have the right... But I actually came up with the idea of the fan club first. So, uh, really, it's her you need to speak to. I I don't mind, you know, us joining together. Well, there is the slight
0: question of copyright, because I hold the copyright Mm -hmm. for me. And I don't want to upset anyone, but I want everyone to get on. And I don't think I need a friend Oh, fan you club. Do? Because you can. No, 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 no. People should just admire people oh. from afar. They shouldn't. They shouldn't look at them and think, "Oh, I could praise
3: them."
0: Oh,
3: that. <laughs> um, oh. No, oh no, no. come on, give us a cuddle. Come on, come. On. Oh, you <laughs> oh, so change. nice.
1: Oh dear, there goes oh. eight me knees me. Oh
2: dear, oh dear. Oh, dear.
1: Um, Martin, how's he doing in there?
2: Um. There's a cuddle situation going on.
1: And it, uh, <laughs> um, is, it, is, it crying? Uh, is anyone either of them crying? Um.
2: um I well, there are definitely tears in Warren's eyes. But um.
1: I think perhaps ow! we should get him. we, we should, got grip. Like <laughs> we should probably get him out of there quick. Come on. Um,
2: uh, mother, mother, please, uh, let him go. Let him go. <coughs> oh, that was the best moment of my life
1: come on woman oh, we need to get to sh- oh come on done We've done to the car. oh dear oh dear oh God. Uh, mother
3: you
1: need,
2: you mustn't squeeze
1: oh, him my so arms, much my everything. Um, Kalula, we'll speak to patina i i overheard what you were saying i know she can be a bit Ooh. forceful so um let's see if we can sort of yeah oh, sp- anyway let's oh, get him out of here get him out of here
3: Oh my darlings, don't don't be strangers. She's
0: got a grip like that creature from Twenty Thousand Leagues Under <laughs> oh the Blimmin Sea. Quick, get back
1: into the listeners. Um, we'll, oh. look at the sucker marks on that part. Oh, of listeners, never get oh, there. Listeners, out. play some music do, and, and then we'll, we'll 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 go and park somewhere so we can talk about TV again whilst um Warren gets his breath back. <sighs> we'll be back in a minute. Oh dear! You yeah, can see the bruise marks. Blimey! Bruising, there's
0: chafing and hair stretch there. Look at oh, that! I know from that <laughs> friction.
2: Another.
1: So, um, listen, we've, uh, Uncle John is having a nap. So, uh, one, well, how are you feeling? You look. Well, I'm not feeling
0: myself at the moment. I'll be doing that in the privacy of my own home yeah, later.
1: You're, 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 your colours returned to your face. You were quite pale for a moment.
0: Yeah, my cheeks were pale the, uh, and
1: so were the upper ones as well. Oh dear, oh dear. Um, I think that we've at least achieved some sort of, um, well, we've learnt a little bit of the background between. Or at least we've heard from 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 um, Tallulah that uh, she she. I I know you don't agree with the whole fan club thing, but I don't think I don't think um, it's very difficult to patrol your own fan clubs because they just form up. Um, I mean, you know, I don't even have a fan club. So, um, oh, Paul, you should have a fan club. I'm not sure I want one after I see, <laughs> it, see if, if it's going to be that lot. But I don't um, want groupies. This is no. the problem: gropers, but not groupies. Yeah, um, but. I don't know, I, I think it's one of those things where he they were probably having a chat I can imagine Bettina and Tallulah having a chat and Tallulah mentions fan club and Bettina then kind of takes over the, she can be a little bit like that as much as I love her but um, anyway, so I think we need to talk to her um, right. I'm not sure how we're going to um, turn around but uh, anyway, uh, maybe if your Timber John comes in with us um, Look, anyway, so. we're, we're going to talk about another year in TV and this one I've also selected for us and it's a year that means a lot to me because no. I, 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 I was born in it um, but yes, so 1973 um, so 1973 73. 73. 73. Um, now uh, that was the year that Last what? and Summer Wine started which is a, a, a long running comedy series for those who don't know but this was a pilot episode, a 30-minute pilot on the comedy Is that on playhouse. on a plane? So they made it on a plane? No, he no, was on a, was on a, a comedy playhouse, um, a BBC Ooh. One. He's on top of uh, the roof of a playhouse. No. But, um, it uh, yeah, it ran for 37 years. Actually, the same amount of years as Neighbours ran for. <laughs> really? Did Neighbours go for that long? <laughs> yes, it did. Yes, it a but uh, there are probably even more jokes per episode. Um, um, then we have oh oh I see because so I know we'd already mentioned Sesame Street. Um, now um, now it it it, it, it um, was broadcast in Northern Ireland on UTV for the first time in 1973. So um, I I, I start finding doing these sorts of things um, sort of has probably explained to me the question I had in my mind of when I used to watch Sesame Street, why did everyone look so dated? It's because they were still showing re- quite early episodes. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, in the late 70s or early 80s, they were probably showing 70s episodes. That's why everyone looked so so strange to a little child watching it. In- I, I always found like it, it was very multicultural, wasn't it?
0: And mm-hmm. um, I lived in a little village in the middle of nowhere. And I can remember the first time I saw a person who didn't have a white skin and I must have been about eight years old, and I shouted out the window, my parents <laughs> in the car, not realising that's not the thing you did, because I was isolated in a in, in a rural environment. We didn't see, it wasn't multicultural. Mm. But when you look at something like um, Sesame Street, it, it 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 is, isn't it? And I realised, I mm. sat and watched, I was thinking about this the other day, I sat watching it as a kid, and I realised that, I was introduced to multiculturalism before I realised it, watching Sesame Street. Mm,
1: mm. Yeah, yeah. And I always
0: yeah. wanted to live in America after Sesame Street because I was convinced there was like a, a nine-foot yellow bird walking down up every street. Oh, oh like you'd snuff- have
1: to follow I, it with a shovel, though. I used to like that. I used to like the Snuffleupagus.
0: Ah, oh, like Snuffleupagus. Yeah that, was, um, yeah. yeah, that was like one of those giant hoovers, wasn't it? It's like Henry <laughs> Hoover. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um... 1973 um, was also when Whatever Happened to the Likely Lads started. Whatever now, Happened that was... to the Likely Lads? Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy to say that. Um, <laughs> now, that was a sequel series to a show called The Likely Lads, which was um, from the 60s, for those of you who don't know. Um, and... Also in January, the Open University awards its first degrees. Um, but I guess that makes sense cause I, th- I guess when we did 1970, we may have meant that's probably when we mentioned Open University. And if it's a three-year degree, that's about right. Yeah. Um, February 1973, the Wombles, the stop-motion animation yes. show narrated by Bernard Cribbins, um, began. Legendary, um, legendary program. Spawned a,
0: a couple of films. Spawned well. a number one hit as well, didn't it?
1: Mm, and um I had, the, yeah. I had the album oh I love the Wombles yeah. still do uh, when I was at university i um, said this before I, I had a tape which on on one side had Led Zeppelin and uh, who I didn't know much about at the time and I still don't know that much um and on the other side was the Wombles and um definitely played the Wombles, uh, you know, uh, far more than I ever played Led Zeppelin, so that's official, Led Zeppelin are inferior to the Wombles.
0: Well, I think Led Zeppelin would probably agree with you, and they were probably (laughs)
1: massive Wombles fans as well, to be honest. (laughs) Um, February 73 is also when some mothers do have them. Do they? Do have them, do have them, do have them. Oh, I remember watching that, and I'm, I'm crying with laughter yeah that was with Michael Crawford as playing frank spencer i don't know i don't know if some mothers to have him is is a show that um got you know like i being served got shown in the states. I don't know if some Mothers to have him did as well i mean Mike, Michael Crawford became quite well known beyond just um the u k but whether that was more for his work in theater uh, I'm not sure yeah he was um, an
0: avid i mean he almost used the television as um is his paycheck and his theatre <laughs> as the place yes. to, to really because he was phantom wasn't he for so many years mm. and I mm. think he gained a big reputation for being phantom. I remember going to see him as Barnum mm. in the 80s I really enjoyed that yeah, and, it, still- uh, and that was at Her Majesty's Theatre as well mm. before it became the theatre that's been constantly used for uh, Phantom of the Opera equally though I went to see Bugsy Malone there so
1: I don't think it counts <laughs> <laughs> um um, I'm trying to see where it says it, 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 it yeah, it's definitely definitely showed in Australia, Nigeria, um, Catalonia, New Zealand, uh, it doesn't really mention whether it was, you speak in America though,
0: in New Zealand, uh, Australia and New Zealand, mm. yeah, but yeah. again it's a, a lot of 70s programmes aren't they, are oh, mm. very travelable, mm between New Zealand and sort of Australia, because those were the markets of English-speaking countries that would
1: really buy the programmes that we made. Would, would you like to know some of the people who were considered for the role of Frank Spencer before Michael Crawford? No, let's move uh, on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of them, and yes, you really can't, imma- really can't imagine this, one of them is Ronnie Barker. I can't imagine him I on the I can't imagine skates. him doing the stunts. <laughs> I really no. can't. Um, now, Norman Wisdom... I can imagine him doing the stunts um, because he is kind of that character is very similar to the sort of characters Normal Wisdom played
0: Don't you think he'd be too much every time he would do things like there's that bit where he's um, holding on to the back of the bus Mm. I can now hear him doing I ain't got the change in his pocket (laughs) on the back of this bus doing it in that Normal Wisdom voice and the yeah. problem is you lose that illusion then because you only associate that type of voice with Norman, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. But he, he, was a,
1: he, he did his own stunts. He was rather good, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. Another one was David Jason, but he wasn't considered famous enough in 1973 to be the, the lead. Um, he did a lot, though, in the 70s, didn't yeah. he, David Jason? Yeah. He really worked hard for his art. Yeah. Um, what else have we got? Oh, um... I think I mentioned this just a minute ago. Uh, are you being served? Um, Not regularly. You no. Know, it <laughs> um, began its first regular series. The pilot had been six months before, so in '72, um, and also the pilot episode of Open All Hours. Um, uh, that was also one part of something called Seven of One. Um, oh right. So, uh, so, so that and that was aired. So a lot of these shows did. Um, also, oh, I didn't realise this in the, was in the same series. Apparently, Open All Hours and Porridge were all part of the same series of Seven of One in the same year. Um, uh, so, so, yeah, the pilot episode of Porridge is called Prisoner and Escort. So, um, so he got two, he got two series out of that of, of that um, little uh, series making a of, bit of, of money. They? Yeah, um, April seventy three, um, the, the much. The much loved The Tomorrow People begins. Um, yeah, show that killed off Ace of Wands. Um, not that I'm bitter. He <laughs> didn't sound bitter about that. I wasn't even born, so there's nothing I could have done. If I if I was alive, I would have put I the could foot down.
0: The I in would hear you sharply. I would have put.
1: I would have put my foot down, but I wasn't. Uh, I put was, your foot down with a firm hand. I would. Yeah, I wouldn't have allowed it to happen but uh Quite right well they could have, have had both but they shouldn't have got with a vase of wands um <laughs> and, uh, um apparently Ses- may 73 sesame street airs on westwood television
0: westwood West? yes that used to be my regional tv mm. station um it was a very small one it was based mm. in i think it was best in devon somewhere mm.
1: i think it might be in plymouth yeah ran from sixty one to eighty one uh, um, is that is, is that anything to do with Sapphire and steel um getting getting axed um or was that or was that southern or was that the same thing no no uh, um, uh,
0: no um uh Sapphire and steel was
1: central in the end wasn't it but it was a t v before then mm-hmm. um lots of shows and stuff um b b c two starts to air mash in in May '73, and the magazine show that's Life makes its debut. Now, listeners, uh, well, listeners in the states will know what Mash is, um, but they will not necessarily know what that's Life is. It was a sort of magazine, sort of consumer program. Um, it
0: was, yeah, it was, and they, it was, it was a very good thing for light-hearted presentation but when it could be serious it, it, it changed the law a lot over in this country mm. there was a lot of things it changed the law on because it was viewed by so many people and it was so loved
1: mm.
0: that um, whenever they suggested something the government of the day actually took notice of it
1: It didn't child line um, uh, yes. phone line yep. the kids could ring if they were being abused or bullied or whatever um, uh, That that sort of came out of that that still exists to this day, I think, I presume. Um, I may be wrong about that, but I imagine it still, it still does. Um, or something similar to it. Um, the uh, June 73, the long-running children's sports-themed game show, We Are the Champions. And we Are the
0: Champions.
1: I just remember that. I think, I, 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 again, too sporty for me, but I did quite like when they had to jump in the swimming pool at the end. Yeah, where well, they say, away you go. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I I mean it was more like a sort of children's version of it's a knockout so it wasn't a sport it was the more if 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 sports could have been more like that I mean I I I, I it's not a program
0: you'd show nowadays because it has children in the swimming pool isn't it um Mm. But it
1: made sport look a bit more interesting than it actually yeah, was. Yeah, more exciting
0: and fun <laughs> because it was sort of competitive sport. But it was but, it but wasn't silly. sort
1: of 100%. it was silly competitive sport. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, now we were talking about um, softly, softly, and this is another spin-off of softly, softly. It's um, Jack the Ripper, which was a um, think, yes. a six-part sort of retelling of the story, but it had the characters from softly, softly, Barlow and what um, investigating um it or I do actually own it but I haven't seen it from end to end yet so i i, I can't describe it. it's you might
0: worth watching to. it's really really good yeah um it's the, it, it it's dramatized as well it's done it as a reconstruction as well as the barlow and what being the senior officers um mm. doing the reconstruction of the murder inside mm. we actually have cutaways to reconstructions of the actual events themselves using character actors. Mm. And there's a lot of character actors in that. Mm. A heck of a lot. But it's... um, Yeah, it's a really, really good series. It's in six parts. And whilst I'm talking to you, I'm desperately trying to remember the name of the series. Um, And I can't remember. and I'm really going to get murdered for not knowing it. Mm. (laughs) We're going to edit
1: it out. Second Verdict... Ah. is the name of the series for that um now in August 1973 James Beck who stars as Private Walker in Dad's Army dies of a burst pancreas at the age of 44 Yes, they they continue the series but they don't recast that character Um, I don't know how much had been filmed or or, or whatever but the sixth series of Dad's Army is also shown around the same time or a month or two later and, and there's the famous episode with Don't Tell Him Pike um which... um, The
0: Deadly Attachment,
1: yes. I don't know if that's an episode with or without um, Private Walker, but... I believe that one's without Walker, isn't it? Uh Yeah. Dad's Army, for those who don't know, being a famous British sitcom about... um,
0: Well, they're they're civil defence. What What we we would refer to
1: as civil defence, isn't it?
0: It's it's a load of what we would say as old duffers who are well past their date of being able to call up to go to... To go to any kind of conflict, and so they've decided to to defend Britain as civil defence. But um, when they mean de- defending Britain, it's rather comical ways. They haven't got the resources, and there's there's yeah. no sort of modern guns and things.
1: And it's exactly how it was during the Second World War. Again, I'm not sure if it's one that would have been shown too much in America. Well,
0: but they they did the, um, the, the there was the um, episode. That they made for America, didn't they? Oh, yeah. um, which they were going to use to sell, and it didn't quite come about. It mm-hmm. doesn't quite work.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, we also have in August the first episode of Man About the House. Oh, I love Man with, About the House! Sorry, talking. it's wonderful yeah. series. Yeah, I, I um, I like George and Mildred even more, but I um, um, but I do, I do own Man About the House and Robin's Nest, but. Uh,
0: uh, yeah um man about the house and uh, um, well, George Georgia Mildred are interlinked anyway aren 't they yes that 's right yeah which is uh, wonderful because they 're just a series that moves on from man yeah. about the house
1: and um uh, it, 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 there, there were no, let me, uh, it it 's one of those ones where three 's company the american series it is a remaking of or or a reboot or whatever of Man About the House so um, I don't know whether they'd have ever shown the actual original episodes but they yeah. certainly used it as an idea um, it's also um, August 73 is when ITV started showing uh, Kung Fu starring David Carradine oh lord yes Kung <laughs> they, they must have been it wasn't really my cup of tea but I definitely remember seeing the character um so i guess they must have been sort of still showing it well i don't know how many se- how many seasons did it ran for three seasons but they must have still been so around from 72 to 75 and it sounds like they started showing it relatively soon after it started but it must have been still being repeated well into the late 70s um, 62 episodes um, but yeah sort of westerny and probably martial arts and not Really, my cup of tea, but I definitely remember seeing it on. Um, Now, children's magazine-style programme, Why Don't You, for the first time in the school holidays of 73. I mean, that went on for years and years.
0: That that was something that used to drive me Mm. crazy, because they had this tagline, why don't you go switch off the television set and go do something less boring instead? So if they did that, we wouldn't be watching the programme, which really used to annoy me. And plus, I I didn't like um, Why Don't You because it was a kids' program where kids were the presenters. Yes, and they just didn't enthuse any excitement or yes, I'm interested in what I'm doing. And it always you need to be
1: running this like shed. Well, <laughs> also, there's lots of them together. And and as an only child at that state... Well, I wasn't born at this point, but, but by the time I did watch it, I was probably an only child. And although I would have had friends, I was quite happy to do things by myself. I certainly didn't want to do it with a big mob of noisy, screaming brats. Yeah, um, I, that's um, what I they think were. Yeah, I was, sort I'm an of, only child, so I know yeah. exactly where you came from. It, it's sort of... Um, yeah so some some of us quite enjoyed our own company and and could easily um find things to to do when, when, we, when we we didn't need a TV program um one of the most most interesting things about it is that russell t davis uh who obviously went on to queerest folk and Doctor Who and all sorts of other programs um began well i'm not sure if he began his uh, career but he was a he was a producer and director for it at, uh, was he really he was yes um probably towards good it ran until '95. I imagine it probably got more interesting when he took over. He probably, he probably would have tried to shake it up a bit and change it around a bit. But I uh, um, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. I presume that's what he did. <laughs> we also have the goodies. Well, it's a really weird one. September, the goodies makes its debut in Zambia. There you go. <laughs> you do. <laughs> yeah. Um, in October '73, Pat Phoenix left. Um, uh, who played Elsie Tanner on Connect Street. She left after thirteen years, although she returned again in seventy six. I think in a previous episode we'd mentioned her returning, but now we now we've mentioned her leaving before that return. Um, <laughs> um when else have we got oh that they they by November, actually two days after I was born, they um the first series run of Last of the Summer Wine begins. So that pilot had had gone to series. Um there was live coverage of the wedding of Princess Anne and Mark Phillips on the fourteenth. Captain of November. Mark Phillips, yes. Other than other shows that might have started, um, I think we've covered a lot of them though. Lizzie Dripping, I think I've, I think I've got that on DVD. I haven't. Um, I've never watched it, but uh, I've never watched Lizzie
0: Dripping. Oh, well, I have watched Lizzie Dripping the first time it came out, but I don't think it's. I don't think my memory's going to be as good as it... Was
1: that with Tina Heath, who later became a Blue Peter presenter? She was, yes. Yes.
0: Lord, yes. But she was only a... um, She was very briefly a Blue Peter... Mm. Did she get pregnant?
1: She got pregnant, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think they almost felt like they brought her in to kind of go... Um, right now we can look at a lady getting pregnant and how what, what, how, how different she'll look by the end. Sort of
0: the fetus gestates in a box under the bed, <laughs>
1: which, um, which, which <laughs> that's uh, how it works, isn't it? Yeah, which, which Petra the repeated a dro- dog sometimes sleeps at. Uh, oh. um, Jack and Jill, the other little get- cats. I used to like them. They were silver tabbies. They were very nice. I
0: can't remember them. Yeah, I remember um,
1: Petra going. Um, um Shep. Um, anyway, we're back yeah. to Blue Peter. Um, oh no! Moon, Moonba- Moonbase Three, nineteen seventy-three. See, I I'm, I was too young to remember that. Um, yeah. But
0: it's, I have got the DVD. I have watched it, mm. and it's intelligent science fiction, isn't it? There's there's no mm. monsters or anything like that. Mm. But it's intelligent science fiction, and I mm. like it. I actually like Moonbase Three. People um, used to say, "Oh, it's slow
1: and it's boring," but it's not. It's actually based in science. Mm. Um, thriller uh, begins in 73 other um, TV th- series yeah that, that's like an anthology show um, a sort of with we, um, well, we, Tales of yeah. the Unexpected wasn't it yeah but longer and, and I think sort of like an hour and ten minutes so because I think it was sold to America so that they could probably turn it into like a 90 minute but I don't know they really put adverts in they, they put a 90 it, minute type it, TV yeah. film isn't it yeah it was created by Brian Clemens who'd um, created the avengers as well so um but yeah i do i do the only thing that annoys me about it is this there's, there's quite a few episodes did they brian clements do... create the avengers or was it sydney newman oh well that's, that's <laughs> we'll come back to that another I'll day i'll throw that grenade in <laughs> yes i probably should have thought more carefully about said, but, um <laughs> he fell into my tree yeah <laughs> there's, there's there's 43 episodes of thriller um, so they do and because you know they're almost like mini movies they're, mm-hmm. they're quite um, its quite a lot to pack in in three years. but the only thing that annoys me is that in three years, the um, title sequence never really changed. Well, each episode has an individual title sequence because it's a still of a location from the episode but uh, I kind of would have liked to have seen a bit of i love a different I love a series where the title sequence evolves over a period of time, and um, I guess perhaps because it was only they did a lot of it, but over quite. A short amount of time, they never got around to thinking about changing the style of the, the type of sequence. Oh, dear oh dear, um, well, I think that's enough. I think I think we need to wake get uncle John up and um, uh, uh, and head over and 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 emerge at Bettina's house. your uncle John, are you awake? I've been listening, I was fascinated, yes.
0: Yeah. Well, how are you, Yeti Uncle John? I'm fine, i am worried more worried about you, mate. Uh oh, how are no, you doing? My my um, my bits are still intact. Here, have a fist yeah. pump.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I I um You're good at pumping, uh, aren't you? I am. And um I uh, I understand how you know this whole business is very concerning for you, but uh, I hope perhaps well, we Well I'm keeping my end up. Yes. I'm, um I'm quite happy to um you know, it's very difficult because, you know, Patina is a married lady. Not that married ladies can't have, um, you know, sort of fan clubs for for for, 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 for pin-ups that they like, but, um, you know, some husbands wouldn't put up with it, but that's oh, a bit old-fashioned. Um August's a very laid-back I'm like fellow.
0: Ol- I'm not a pin-up. I'm like an old put-me-up
1: bed. You uh, sort old, of yeah,
0: just, stretch me out
1: and i got liders in the wrong places. I just think we, we just need to appeal to a better a better yeah definitely a, a betterness uh a better a better uh yeah go go on get in there uh i'll i'll <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll 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 wait i'll wait here in the car all right listeners um we'll, we'll play a little bit of music and then we come there we'll, we'll be um we'll, we'll, we'll be entering we'll be entering betina's abode i'm not going in through the front passage
3: How oh, are you? Oh, it's Mr. Uh, Mr. Warren and Mr. Paul, and and, and, and is your Uncle John in the car? Uh, is he staying in the car? I think he, I think he
1: is.
0: Yeah, I think yeah, it's the safest place away. for him.
3: Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, I, I guess you're here uh, about the fan club business. Well, I'll leave yeah. you to it. I've got to um, I've got to go and paint, paint some rhododendrons. So uh, uh, because we, it's the wrong time of year for rhodend- ro- ro- Oh dear, I can't even say it now. I'll let you get on. All right, August. Fine. Okay. Um. Come in. Um.
1: Um. Oh, I didn't expect. Uh. Ick, what are you doing here?
2: Hello. I'm here. Um. Do come in. I, I'm. I'm Bettina's second in command in the Uncle Warren Fan Club.
0: Yes. Oh Lord. Yes. Look, look, this is getting a bit out of hand now. I think.
2: I've got lots of hands. Uh,
0: yes, I know. He's very handsy. To <laughs> use a modern yes, well, phrase.
2: Um, we're just very much fans of your work. Yes, we love your
3: sausage. Oh, darling, is he here? Oh, do come in. Oh, how lovely. Hello. We've, Hello. Got, we've got yes. a spread for you here. Um,
0: well, you, you've spread well, haven't you?
3: Yes, yes, yeah. darling. Oh dear. But um, I think you met August just then. Um, yes. he, he's fully in. in, in, in he's, he's fully behind me when it comes to your fan club. He likes to see me have a hobby. And uh, you make quite a distracting hobby. Would you like to
0: take a seat? I think we need to have a a little word.
3: Mm, Okay, I'd love to hear you speak. speak. Go on. What type of word would you like? No, Um,
0: we need to talk about this fan club business. Mm. It's getting a
3: little bit out of hand. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Tell me more. I think
0: because there's a bit of rivalry going on uh-huh. between two factions here, isn't there?
3: Uh-huh. Now, I think you just mm. all need
0: to calm down a little bit mm. because, you know, I'm not worth having a fan club over. Uh,
3: I beg to differ. Ah.
0: Yeah, you can you can beg, beg for it as much as you like, but I will not differ. Darling, do you like my new glasses? Um, are they pint or half pint?
3: the x-ray
0: <laughs>
3: okay
0: right <laughs> it's a good Virginia. job of wearing lead line lead <laughs> line y-fronts isn't it you can't see oh
3: I'm naughty I know but Aunt Taffy sent me them she said she said that uh, they would wind you up oh no uh, darling it's all perfectly innocent um I, I um I, I, I think it's perfectly innocent
2: isn't it Ike? oh yes perfectly innocent I don't think
1: those X-ray classes did work at all. Don't worry, Warren. Ah, dear, oh dear. Um, I do hope not, because you know, uh, these days, you know, members of show business get into trouble for, for, for being inappropriate, and I don't want you guys to. I think perhaps it's too late for that. But um, listen, um, what we are, what we are, are trying to. Um, say is that Warren isn't that keen about having a fan club at all but I guess to a certain extent it should be in his hands but it isn't with these fan club type things it's not in my hands at the moment because then
0: I've got my hands in my pockets <laughs>
1: no that's what it is Bettina has <laughs> she been drinking I think so <laughs> look um, what we are saying is is that um, Warren is happy to sanction a fan club. Um and you know um, I know you're not Warren, but please we we need to we can't just ban this thing. Um it could work towards your favour. Your, your um, look, um Warren I don't want any favours. Try and turn it into a fan club for for the for, for, for the cinematic sausage you see, your podcast. And I don't think it's that kind of sausage there are I know, but if we can get more fans maybe we'll dilute the um sausage the the, the sausage-iness and look meaty goodness yes Um, so please um, Bettina can we not just join the two groups up I mean the thing is that um, Jalila says
3: that it was kind of her idea and you sort of stole it (laughs) she'd be right it is naughty of me I won't lie but I just felt that I had more experience with these sorts of things having been in show business and still in show business to a certain extent Um, Warren I hate to see you um, upset so I we will agree I will speak to Tallulah we will um we will make the group one little group and we'll make it about the cinematic sausage but um we will still expect um a few signed photographs and uh, we'll make
0: i think we can yes. do that i will sign a sausage and
3: um, maybe the odd cuddle now and again all right
0: we'll debate about Damn. a cuddle in the future if it's going to calm <laughs> yeah. things down that's that's very okay, we'll right yes
3: yeah.
1: well i think that's fine um no, I, I think uh it's been lovely. I I, I don't think you've got time for Betina's spread, have you? Or unless you just grab a few th- grab a few things and stick them in your pocket and then um it's, Oh it's a cottage roll. Yeah. Oh darling, you're having to rush already. Well well maybe we'll all reunite at the end of the episode once everything is, you know, fine and, 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 and sorted. We've got another one last year to talk about uh, about T V, so and uh, anyway.
3: Oh right, darling. I'm sorry we've caused trouble. Yes, yes, we're so sorry.
0: That's all right, <laughs> that's all right. I just don't want anyone to get hurt no. and upset. That's, that's it's the very important that thing. I good about
3: fighting the duck pond. Oh, darling, don't mention that. Oh, no, I
0: heard uh, about your. That was t- I in t- the duck one pond. too many different yes.
3: tonics, darling. Uh, I think uh, Tallulah appreciated the uh, physical contact, that's all I can say. Oh,
1: gosh. Right, um, let's get going, Warren. Um, Your Uncle John's waiting for us outside. I think so. And um, Yes. Thank uh, you. Take care. No, Take yes. care of yourself.
0: I'll
3: see you later, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Come on, let's go.
1: Our listeners, we've got to play some music. Yes, Uncle John, rest that um, engine. Uh, yes, we play some music, and then when we come back, we'll talk about one last year in music. <laughs> no, in, one last year in TV. Yeah. <laughs> the fear's oh, got dear. to you already.
0: They say you can smell fear, mm, I can smell
1: it. So, Bowen, I think we've probably reached the best um, sort of resolution of this problem that we could have hoped for. So. I think it's what they call brinkmanship, yes. isn't it? Um, <laughs> But I mean, if it can bring some attention to your podcast, then um, it can't be a totally bad thing. I I don't mean to be mean about them, but sometimes these um, fan clubs start and then, you know, they go along for a little bit and then there's, there's some new star comes along. Yes. So I think ultimately it's just best to, to sort of play, to sort of compromise. Let's hope for a new yes. star to come along. Hello, over here a of a mind. Look, we're going to talk about one more year in TV. Yep. I've, I've, will I'm we going go from for? 1987 this time. Um, so we've done one Ooh, from the 70s and 80s this episode. So um, 1987.
0: Uh, I had highlights in my hair in 1987
1: and it was spiky. Oh. <laughs> um, we were talking about this in a recent episode we recorded with Nick uh, which you may have heard by now listeners. Um, I think 1987 might... You knew Nick but I don't know if I, I, that was the year I, I think I just about met Nick, but I probably hadn't quite met you on, but near, near, nearly. Um, eighty eight, I think they met each other. Yeah,
0: because yeah, mm. I, I passed my driving test in eighty eight.
1: Ooh. Mm. Um, now January the first, New Year's Day highlights on BBC included um, on BBC One included the network television premiere of local hero and the classic film To Have and Have Not. Have, have not that's from 1944 so
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was a long premiere i could have you
1: yeah they they uh, we were talking about this before where all uh, oh, it's five years since so and so james bond film came out but that's that's ridiculous um mm-hmm. uh, the um do you think everyone would have known the plot by then yeah i think so spoilers um also making its debut was the japanese american animated series thundercats thunder, on thunder BBC One. thundercats because I went to a certain school um, when I was eleven, 11 and <laughs> well, because that, cause, um, I went to a, a private school for two years. Before I went to Bishop's for the very private school. Private school. Mm. I never knew you went to private school. Only for two years. I went to primary school until I was 11 then. that ah. my 11 plus, and then I went to a private school so I could do my 13 plus. Because you couldn't really go to the local comprehensive and say, oh, by the way, after two years, I want to do this exam to try and leave you. So <laughs> the only way of doing that was to go to a private school. I'd never I heard of the 13 plus. Yeah, I passed that. Ah. And I went to the grammar school. Um, oh, so shit. anyway, I didn't, like, I, I didn't get on well with the private school, because having been at a quiet little pri- uh, primary school for... For like whatever many years, with only about sixty pupils in the whole school, so I was a real fish out of water. But um, they also we also didn't used to finish school until five thirty and mm. um, had to have school on Saturday, Saturday mornings. mornings. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So uh, basically, what I'm saying is that from 1980, you were a slave to yeah, education, weren't you? Yeah. I so I never saw any kids' TV after about 1985. Um, so, but my brother. Um, he was of the age group that, that I remember Thundercats being very much his thing for a while. So they uh, were very eighties Thundercats. Were. Um, yeah, he would have been about five when Thundercats came on TV. Um, same same month, January nineteen eighty-seven. The network television premiere of Poltergeist. Oh, that's uh, a scary film. Have you have you ever seen yeah, Poltergeist? Yeah, I'm sure, that, I have.
0: That's one of those films that really put the willies up me. Um, mm-hmm. That 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 child with our hand on the TV screen going, there, here. Oh, that really, because yeah. I used to watch a lot of late-night telly, and sometimes used to fall asleep, and when television stations closed down over here, we used to get that static on the screen, and every time I used to wake up, I used to be
1: terrified, thinking the poltergeist was going to come out of the television set. Um, January 87 as well, EastEnders were sold to Australia, mm-hmm. um, as, along with In Sickness and in Health, which is a, a later spin off. Of Death of Dupaart, um, Death of yeah. part um, which 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 we talked about earlier, I think, um, and also in, in January, Inspector Morse, um, the, based on the books by Colin Dexter, makes his debut on ITV. Did you, did you like Morse? Um, I didn't think. I, I don't think I watched it at the time, but we we own it at the moment. We own it. Um, Uh, Well, we have a copy in in my flat, and there was a stage when we started watching from the beginning, so I have seen the first year or two.
0: Yeah, I have uh, to say the um, the first Morse that I watched, or the the first Morse that was was on, uh, had Pat Trouton in, and that is mm. the only reason I watched it. And he sort of gets Mm. murdered Mm. about Mm. half the way through. So, yeah,
1: Uh, I think I was I was more into. the then than, um, than Morse, was a bit too serious. And probably on a bit later in the evening as well. Yeah, Death of uh, Jericho was the first one. I Actually, uh, it's funny because... It, Death of Jericho, two, sorry. It ran until um, 2000. And so that covers the period where I had friends... I, I didn't go to Oxford University, but I had friends who did. And um, so there were episodes of Sutton Park that we filmed in... in uh, in Oxford, at the same time as they would have been making Inspector Morse, and because I had a friend who went to one of the colleges, we were able to use Morland College as a as a um, backdrop and Beautiful. film at the tower and 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 obviously none of it sanctioned by the college at all, but because <laughs> because my friend was a student there. We even filmed in the library in the Bodley, I think down I think there's a there used to be, there may wow. still be um, like. Um, a rolling stack of, of shelves, and we did a cliffhanger where the, the, they looked like one of us was going to get crushed um, between the stacks. And uh, yeah, and uh, Bodlin Library doesn't know anything about that either. Um, but it happened 30 some, about 30, nearly 30 years ago, so um, uh, please don't sue me. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was my mate's fault. I wouldn't have got anything out of me for him. I can give you his address. But, uh, no. <laughs> but anyway. Um, Give it give it me on the postcard later. Yes. Um Princess Anne uh February. On the 19th, derby. Princess, no, oh, she yeah. she 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 appeared on the question of sport. Oh
0: she she um, hit the short fellow with her um handbag, didn't she?
1: <laughs> she sloshed him. She, he got um um uh, uh, she, yeah yeah, it looks like there was something about um, one of the other captains mistaking her for somebody and um, and it got 19 million viewers anyway. So people were very easily pleased. Um, <laughs> well, Royals don't do television.
0: No. Um, mm. um, for some reason, she decided to go on a question of sport. One of the most boring programmes in the world because it's about yeah. sport. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry.
1: Sorry if you like sports. Sorry. We all like sports. But sorry if you like sports. Uh, it was a very nice chocolate bar called sport. Well, it was very boring. That was pretty boring as well. Chocolate, chocolate bar called sport? I don't remember. I think there was. I'm, I'm
0: going to have to look like that. that up now. You're like making a, bit, it up. Oh,
1: a very boring biscuit chocolate thing. Oh, as boring as sport. Um, <laughs> so, um, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, February 1987. A very imne- a very inebriated Oliver Reed appears on Aspal and Company.
0: Now Aspal and Company. Um, yes, I remember watching that. Mm. Um, yeah, and I was like, oh, because he staggers on with a jug, his shirt mm. undone to his midriff, <laughs> with that huge, out of control ginger beer, beard. Oh God, ginger beard! <laughs> stamping his feet to wild ones, started singing. Does his drunken number? Um, Michael Aspel, looking terrified, sits down at the table. Michael Aspel turns to him and says, "Thank you very much to run the titles." And the show finished early. I remember
1: that. <coughs> oh dear! Um, the, the David Lynch's film, The Elephant Man, oh, yes. uh, makes its debut on BBC One. Did you? That have- was from 19- that was from 1980. Did you ever so watch that? I I don't think I've ever seen... I'm a David David Lynch film, but more of the Twin Peaks, sort of Mohammed Drive Mm. type. But I don't know I've ever seen The Elephant Man.
0: Elephant Man is a wonderful, wonderful Mm. film. Mm. Um, Very emotional. You go through layers of emotions, of anger, sympathy, regret even, Mm. uh, Mm. and fear. Mm. And it just has such a sad ending. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. Now March 1987, the debut of um, French and Saunders on BBC Two, um, which uh, was very instrumental to some of my friendships at um, at school, um, and that we we used to. Um, my friend Harry and I used to have script books of French and Saunders and other comedy shows at the time, and we mm. would sit there and um, take one of us would take Jennifer's lines and one of them, one of us would take um, uh, Dawn's lines, and we would just Sort of to our own versions of, of, of the um, sketches, we like we liked it so much. Um, also, late March 1987, Opportunity Knox returns to television after a decade-long break. Is presented by Bob Monkhouse. Bob Monkhouse, and, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and um, the main thing, I guess, that um, I should say about that is Opportunity Knox is kind of basically the forerunner of Britain's Got Talent or those sort of um, Well, I wouldn't even, wouldn't
0: even say it's as good as that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um but I wouldn't have watched it then any more than I watch it now because that sort of that was very family entertainment. It um, used to be
0: originally hosted by a very oily figure by the name of Huey Green or Shirley Fox. Um he was his daughter was very famous, wasn't she? And she mm. denied that he was his father. And she was oh, she was a presenter on Channel Four. Can't remember. Paula Yates. Paula Yates. That's it. And she she denied that she was connected to him in any shape or form because he was a bit of a shady, dodgy character. Mm. Now, in April
1: 1987, um, through the keyhole, David Frost and Lo- Lloyd Grossman. Me um, me. I don't know whether that ever transferred to other countries, but. Um, that was basically where you'd be shown where Lloyd Grossman or oh. David Frost be in the studio, Lloyd, Lloyd Grossman would be going around the house of a celebrity and then uh, then there was a then the, then people in the studio I think they were fa- were they famous as well, they had to guess who it was, I guess there were clues if they were going around the house, there would be clues uh, about whose house it would be it could be like a, a particular guitar that was associated with a particular rock star maybe, um, or at least it would give you could. Um, but I do remember, I must have watched that a bit because I remember I used to, d- to do the... Um, who would live in a... I can't do it anymore. Um, who would live in a house like this, in, in Lloyd Grossman's accent. But um, Lloyd well, Grossman sort of... always spoke as if he'd got a mouthful of food, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I, definitely, I definitely used to mimic him, but it's been such a long time I can't remember how he sounds now. But I mean, I people,
0: people <laughs> loved watching it because they were nosy buggers.
1: So, what else have we got? Um, Thomas the Tank Engine and Friends was sold to Australia that was the show that my brother loved before Thundercats um, uh, I used to collect the books as a small child mm. um, but I, I
0: I quite like
1: Ringo Starr's voice in that it's very mm. sort of melodic uh, April 1987 the final edition of Saturday Morning Children's Show Saturday Super Stories broadcast mm. on BBC One mm. that was the replacement that was the um, mike ukip wasn't it and uh that sort of took over from Multicolored swap shop and um uh what is it with these um (laughs) the the the, the saturday morning children's show presenters who 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 sort of in 2022 have have more um eccentric reputations
0: yeah i i think Uh it's just an
1: age thing they seem to go through
0: this or is it a case of that um their, their their fame is dying and they need to just mm. sort of stoke up something for people to remind them
1: that they're still maybe they here. Had, maybe they had midlife crises that were never properly diagnosed and they just mutated. So uh, that's uh, Noel Edmonds. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: He the Noel Edmonds was a bit like one of our politicians. He would never go. Yeah. He would always crop up somewhere.
1: But but um you know, in the seventies and early eighties he had quite a Good reputation as being funny and a, a, a TV centre, I certainly remember liking when I was growing up. But uh, but then end up doing shows that you, you couldn't get far enough away from <laughs> by the nineties. Uh, are, uh,
0: are you talking uh, about uh, Crinkly back end?
1: Yes, yeah, and Mr Blobby and all those sorts oh. of things.
0: Um, you, you you would put the television on in that. Mr. Blobby would appear, and you would go, why are people even it, giving it time on the air? Why is it popular?
1: Yeah. Um, what else do we have? Oh, the final, uh, April 87, the final episode of The Tube, the <laughs> Color 4 music programme.
0: That stopped. So, Unfortunately, I saw the trailer for that. That shut it all down. Oh. It was,
1: did, 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 a, a young um,
0: Jules Holland. Um... I don't know whether I should re- repeat it because he says a rude word.
1: I, I I can never remember whether that's something that stopped it being live or whether that's what stopped the whole show because it did run for five years and I thought by 87 it was almost forgotten or very, very, but I, I can never quite remember the history and, the, and the sort of not the notorious elements um, of it. Well, because um,
0: Channel 4 was a public broadcaster and. The government at the time really did not like Channel 4 because it was doing a lot of alternative things. And I think they quite liked the staid BBC-type status quo that there was. And the fact that there's this young upstart of a TV station that's come along that initially didn't have a very good start started to attract a big audience of young people. And um, they were quite radical in their um, outlook. And I don't think the government really liked them much. And Jules Holland did this live trailer that was sh- shown on CITV at about ten past five, I think it was. He didn't. He said afterwards he didn't realise it was going out late, and he only said it as a joke because he thought it was a rehearsal. So it was him and Paulie Yates, and uh, they do their bit for the tube. And he thought the next bit was going to be cut out but because it was going out live and he wasn't told it was going out live, and he said, yeah, watch it, all you young effers. Put the word of your choice in there. And
1: that's what killed it. There was a great hoorah. Yeah, it sounds like, um, as it said, yes, I'm looking at Wikipedia and it says that that is the case. But it was also, um, it wasn't doing as well by the time that happened either. So it was a bit of, Mm. a bit of, um, I, I, it was a bit, yeah, because 87 always seems quite late that it was still going I don't expect, I think I was really um, aware of, I, I, my music tastes weren't necessarily, were only just sort of becoming contemporary by 87 anyway, I'd be more interested in the 60s music um, for a lot of the 80s but, but yeah, uh, um, yeah. Um, what else have we got April, 1987 The Australian Soap Um, Prisoner of Sublock H makes its debut on Central. Um, That always used to be on quite late in the evening, didn't it? Yeah. um, This is believed by many viewers to be the series' debut on British television, but in fact, it had been running in the Yorkshire area since 1984. Central was the first region to conclude the series in December 1991. Um, Yeah, So so it it was a bit of a trickle effect, and I I think... um, so it looks like Yorkshire had, had it for ages, but perhaps hadn't been going on about it, and, and and then Central took it, and then maybe other, and then eventually all different regions showed it, but at different times. In fact, it never finished showing on TVS, um, which I was really annoyed about because I went to university, and my mum would still um, be recording it for me. And when I went up, by the time I went up to university and was in the Central region, they'd already finished showing it and were starting again. So. I started. I didn't have very good TV reception, but I started watching it. Um, I think they don't. They didn't show the whole thing again th- all the way through. They, I don't know how many episodes they showed, but I did. That was the first time I got to see the really early stuff, for, at least for a few weeks or months. Um, but then back back in TVS, I, I found out that they weren't. They they'd lost the um, um, the rights to it, and then later on, Channel Five started showing it, and then I didn't have Channel Five. And when it got rough, I kept an eye on the TV schedules. And when it roughly got to the point where I'd stopped seeing it, I got Mr. Goodman to record it for me. And um, he clearly remembers, um, because by that point he was with his now wife, Ali, who's been on the show, and he he remembers like the the videotapes sometimes. Like running out at three o'clock in the morning, and then the sound of his really noisy video player waking them both up as it, it was because they were kind of in, they were probably in his. You're they're, a hard making them do they, that. Well, I didn't make them do it, but I was very glad they did. And actually, <laughs> they were saying that they actually got into it in those last few months when they were doing it for me. Um, so, so I, the, yeah, it's uh, yeah, I have very dedicated friends. <laughs> um, <laughs> What else have we got? We need to get through this there's quite a lot of uh quite a lot of things um oh may eighty seven launch of the late night discussion program after dark on channel Four, which is broadcast live and is notable for having no scheduled end for having oh, that's where the no game scheduled got end extremely time. drunk and with yeah. abuse at each other yeah yeah, yeah. um uh, in May, Islands Johnny Logan wins the Eurovision Song Contest with "Hold Me Now." I think that might be the second time he won. Um, a, a soppy ballad. <laughs> um, what else have we got? Um, yeah. There was another music, t- uh, uh, another music show. I don't know if this was partly due to the, the tube ending. Debut of the t- Tyne Tees produced chart show, The Roxy, presented by David Jensen and Kevin Sharkey. The show intended as a stable mate for the the network chart show Oh, I don't remember that in a similar format to Top of the Pops Um, Oh, it was (laughs) cancelled It was so good it was cancelled It was cancelled by April 88 so it barely lasted, well it didn't even last a year Um, (laughs) oh, Oh, this is the year of we were talking about this earlier June 87 debut of the grand knockout tournament of It's a Knockout that's, that's that royal special that we were talking about. Oh yeah. Um, it it um, it was deemed to be a failure, but it did raise it, but it did raise a million pounds for charity. So not entirely a failure. Um, but um, so um,
0: a failure to them would be ratings, but success yeah. to everybody else would be the fact that it raised a million pounds for charity. Isn't it interesting how yeah. TV companies rate things differently to us uh, mere mortals
1: okay Uh,
0: oh it didn't make any money for us but look it made some money for charity we'll we'll have to i suppose we'll have to grin and bear that and and, and put that as a high point
1: yeah it's, it's weird how people look at things in june 87 um family fortunes returns to itv now with les dennis as a presenter family fortunes is, I, I don't. I, I guess it's one. It probably is a format that has been duplicated in other countries, maybe with different names, maybe with the same name. But it would be families pitched against each other, and and like you'd have questions like I don't know, name a name a f- famous queen or king or something. And then pe- then they'd have done a poll, and and people would have said what the, fifty what people that? said. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah, well, and then the people, then then you'd have the, the teams would have to suggest what the possible um, suggestions have been, and, and you uh,
0: get the yeah. right divots on there that would be yeah. so terrified because they're on telly, would yeah. just say the first thing that comes into their head,
1: like yeah, like, name a famous person, Turkey,
0: uh, uh, <laughs> Turkey. <laughs> there is a a, a guy that uh-uh. answers all his questions with Turkey.
1: In oh London, really? <laughs> and it's terrible. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, um, in July they started showing the second season of Miami Vice. For some reason, after the first season, they'd had a hiatus for a year. I don't know why. Crockett and Tubbs. Yeah, I never really. What watched... that really wasn't my sort of thriller. I don't think. I, I would have probably preferred Dempsey Makepiece. That was sort of our version of Miami Vice. Dempsey and Makeshift, <laughs> as we used to call <laughs> yeah. it. Yes um at uh oh just a minute uh it might have been something to do with because it also says later in august uh the bbc takes miami vice off the air initially for three weeks then um then they take it off completely for 10 months due to ongoing debate about screen violence um yeah um well, what do you expect
0: if you buy an American cop show? There is going to be violence in there, especially one that's shown after The Watershed.
1: Yes, yeah. Um, Dennis Potter, um, Brimstone and Treacle, originally, uh, originally scheduled in 1976, gets um, yep. gets scheduled, finally scheduled. August 1987 the final episode of Terry and June is broadcast, um, and in September 1987 Swester McCoy becomes... The seventh actor to play Doctor Who, but it, well, he's not the seventh. He's not the seventh actor to play the Doctor, but he's anyway. Uh, that,
0: the uh, Doctor, he
1: is not Doctor Who. Yes, yes. <laughs>
0: I always like uh, to say that he does. Yeah. He is playing the Doctor, but mm. not Doctor mm. Who. Mm. Only one actor
1: played Doctor Who. Yes, Peter Cushing. Um, um, Rowan Atkinson. Um, stars in the third series of Blackadder, uh, which is set in the Georgian era. Um, there's a US version of Top of the Pops that makes its debut on the C on CBS, but I don't think it does particularly well. <laughs> um, but um, and going live um, replaces um, uh, um, what's it called? Saturday store. Um, that's got Philip Schofield and Sarah Green. Now, I think Sarah Green crossed over because she'd been a blue, a blue Peter presenter. She'd also been on um, Saturday Superstore. Um, I th- oh, oh yes, in, in October uh, was when we had the storms, and Michael Fish, the the weather forecaster um, or whatever you call it, meteorologist, um, played down how bad he thought it was going to be, and then it was really bad. <laughs> um, uh, but. Uh, yeah, um, I remember that well. Nearly I mean, lost um, our roof. Oh dear. Um, um, there was a there was a groundbreaking episode of EastEnders with a gay kiss in November nineteen eighty seven. But there'd been there'd been gay kisses in Australia and so operas years before that. But, <laughs> uh, never mind. Uh, everyone thinks they've discovered the the. Um, I guess to be fair, they weren't. Um, soaps that were shown in the UK, so the UK press might be forgiven for um, not knowing about them, but uh, dear, oh dear. Um, December, The Singing Detective is sold to Australia. Quite a lot of shows being sold to Australia this year.
0: Australia does get yeah. a lot of our output.
1: And uh, we get a lot of it. Are we, are we used to? Oh, yeah. Thanks, cha- thanks Channel 5. Input, output <laughs> all you can. At, uh, anyway, well... There are other things we could say about eighty-seven, but I, I can see that uh, um, I'm getting signs from 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 outside that we we need to be saying goodbye. Look, well, I I, I very much appreciate that uh, all you've put up with this episode. No, no, um, no, it's to, fine, it's fine. Uh, and, and I'm hoping that we've sort of managed to to resolve a lot of the problems. But uh, anyway, well, next time you come back, and I promise it'll be a lot more relaxed and. Uh, uh, and, and, and it'll really it'll be fine. It's been a pleasure um, Bob. been an absolute uh, pleasure it always is. Well um, listeners, we're back again soon with a couple episodes in the can and we'll, we'll say goodbye for now. All right, goodbye 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 goodbye. I feel bad for not um sort of pinning my um pinning my rosette to uh, one or other of the fan groups but it sounds like I'm a bit late anyway because they've they've uh, uh, successfully re, uh, united haven't they so uh, uh, to, uh, I was wondering if you had any um sort of thoughts about merchandise I uh, I'm very good I'm very good with merchandise <laughs> would you, what, what would you like your face on um uh, you know Ooh. I mean, a T-shirt, uh, a, a baseball cap, um, you know, w- w- what appeals to you? Um, the I would love to be on that bottom oh,
0: of yes. the tankard, that when you get to the bottom of the yes. tankard, oh, yes. it's got my That's face kind on of it.
1: Now, I think you, you, you'll you need to, um, you know, either, I mean, I don't know if you know, but I'm actually quite a renowned photographer, as well as being... Um, uh, Sorry's best taxi driver uh I, I i um you know uh you can either choose a photo of your liking or i think preferably you could uh pop over and we could do a little candid uh um you know uh f- photography session uh no charge it'll be it'll be fine um what i was any particular outfit you want me to wear uh, that that, uh, that little um uh, uh tiger tiger uh tiger thing um yeah little tiger costume you had that time anyway we can't talk about that <laughs> you yeah, stop it um I, I was wondering do you remember them pens where where it's like a picture of a, of a lovely lady and you turn it upside down i was thinking we could do a pen like that but with you I mean, you want to touch me, turn me upside down. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking of the ladies. You know, they're they're very into. They're very, you know, they're they're, they're keen to have their hands on you. So,
0: why well, why don't I have a
1: mug yeah. where my clothes dissolve <laughs> when you put hot drink in it? <laughs> well, I think that would go down like really well with your fan base. Yes. So oh we can talk about this we can talk about it i can hear the theme yeah. music coming so we ought to go but i'm yeah. very embarrassed though. oh dear oh dear don't <laughs> be uh well, I'll, 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 you, well, I'll get my people to talk to your people and then we'll sort it all out
2: Bye. Goodbye.
0: Goodbye.
1: Goodbye. Goodbye. It's been good, but yeah, definitely time to come
3: home now. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find more shows over at Pride48.com. Oh, dear. <laughs> What's going on now? Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Let's go.
1: I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice.
3: You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univosspods.net Oh,
1: Warren, well, um, I'm, I'm terribly sorry about Yeti Yanko, I <laughs> I... He, he does, does like his I, merchandising, I I mean, doesn't he? Yeah, he doesn't I mean, stop. I, I was thinking a lot more perhaps the tamer end of the merchandising. I, I, I think maybe, a, um, you know, you know th- th- something, uh, and I think we said this before, something that promotes you, sure enough, but more um, more, more, sort of uh, the, the podcast, the cinematic sausage. Um, I, 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 I think, um, I don't know, I, <laughs> perhaps...
0: Were you thinking of one of those mugs that, when you put hot things in it, my sausage I appears, just, uh, the, my yes, cinematic sausage. Yes,
1: appears. Don't, uh, um, but yeah, we just just have to be very, just have to be very careful about uh, what we agree to. But uh, yeah, we can negotiate our way through this um, um, minefield of somehow we'll find we we'll yes, find a happy. I'm just glad that you know the the the, the, the fans are be, are united and um, that we will be no yes. Yeah, I that's can, the good thing, that I can think tempers I can, are calmed down and there's not going to be any more no, action I in I, I the I, duck can, bond. I, can, I can hear them, though. So, so perhaps we, 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 we ought to uh, fly out of here whilst, whilst um, you still can. At, uh, I quite agree yeah, with so, you. OK, um, well, thank you again. And um, uh, I promise no, thank you. y- your life is safe. Um, um, probably <laughs> when you come back next time, it'll be fine. Oh, dear, oh, dear. OK, bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. I think the Chayette is marvelous. Oh,
0: such a gentleman. I'm sorry, that was
1: really <laughs> rude, wasn't it? Hello, and no, a wrong voice. Um.
0: <laughs> I've been waiting for that moment in for ages for you to do a wrong voice. <laughs> <sife novelty music> now that one was funny. <Understood> ha <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, God, what is that? Is that slime?
3: It's slime, C- slime, it's slime. Oh. Ick! Get over here and clean up that
2: slime. 565.
3: 565.
2: 64, 64.
3: 564, 564, and Five
2: hundred plus sixty-four, five hundred and sixty-four. Okay, let's just shut this one out. Get her going!